We're joined today by Gordon Scammell, who is one of our most senior accountants in the UK and a man that definitely understands what the budget means for small businesses. Gordon, hi, how are you? I'm not too bad, thank you. Not too bad. I want to open with an observation. You can tell me whether you agree or not. Has the Chancellor done what Matt Hancock could not do for his hair and staved off a recession? <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a question and well put. Um, it looks like it. I, I, I generally think it, it looks like it. Um, the proof would be in the pudding, but I, I, I don't know what else he could have done, quite frankly. Um, I, I think the reality is that it's still going to hit small business really hard. Whether I agree with those policies uh, are a different thing altogether, but um, I, I don't think he had a lot of choice, quite frankly. Let's start with the big headline, which is corporation tax. The corporation tax changes uh, that the Chancellor has now confirmed marked a departure from what we thought was going to be happening a couple of months ago. Can you just explain in, in sort of layman's terms what has happened and what it means from a day-to-day basis for small businesses? Okay, for the majority of us, up until the 5th of April, we'd have just been paying our corporation tax at 19%, as we had done for a number of years. It, it actually had come down over the course of a couple of years. So 19% was across the board for us in terms of net, uh, tax on profits. What's now happened is that up to a profit of 250000 corporation tax is going to be charged at 25%. Now, I believe, and I don't think I've seen anything as yet from the budget, that it could be tapered um, depending on what you earn. And I do believe that profits under 50000 will remain at 19%. So that detail is yet to come in terms of tapering, but effectively it means that the profit above a certain amount will be taxed at a high rate. Yes, exactly right. So yes, painful for all of us, that one, I'm afraid. Okay. Full expensing. Now that's a bit of a departure from what we previously had. What does it mean? And will businesses be able to get more money back from the taxman under the new regime? This one's just cleverly worded, to be honest. Uh, annual investment allowance is what he's talking about here. So you go and buy a laptop for £1,500. In year one, you can claim that full £1,500 back. What he's actually neglected to say in this budget is that for the last two years, we've had what we call the super deduction available, which was helping to kickstart after COVID. And that meant that you could actually claim 130% on certain asset uh, purchases. So that is phased out with effect of, of the 5th of April. Oh, no, I think actually it's 31st of March for that one. So you'd have 16 days left to purchase a, a product at £1,000 and get 130% back of it. What he's trying to say is lovely is that still you'll be able to claim £1,000 up front and in full in year one on those fully expendable various items that you're looking to purchase. Okay, so not necessarily as good news as it's been presented, a bit of clever wording, but yes, yeah, a slight change. Investment zones. Now, of course, for businesses up and down the country, that will be um, relevant, the creation of new investment zones to mirror what's been happening with Canary Wharf and Liverpool Docks, the Chancellor said. What does that mean if you're in one of these investment zones? It's just a push to really spread out the um, knowledge, as it were, throughout the country rather than have everybody centred around London. Is my understanding of it, that he's trying to sort of make it seem that people in Leeds, for example, not far from where I am, would be open to sort of having more opportunity than having to move to London to go to get those jobs. R&D tax credits and extra incentives for companies investing in certain sectors or you know technologies like AI and fintech. Yeah. 
that sounds like good news for businesses yeah. that are involved in those sectors. Can you just enlighten us a little bit what it actually means? There are improvements for R&D and particularly for tech companies. I think it's like, I think they're going to get something like 27p back in the pan. There's an increase in the R&D credit line that, they, that they're producing. So you'd still have to fit in the criteria that they're looking for as regards those. But there is greater incentive to do R&D in the, in the tech sector, certainly. Returnerships. Returnerships. So this is like an internship, but for people who are just pre-retirement who want to return to work that's mm. going to be good news for both the people who are returning to work and also small businesses who are desperate for talent right yeah absolutely absolutely there, there, there are numerous people that have decided not to go back to work I, I mean this this basically is aimed at the older generation uh, which is ties in with these pension bits and pieces and what's your overall take on what the this budget means for british small businesses is it overall good news are there things that we should be looking out for i'm i'm not convinced it's good news i i, I think the majority of our clients are entrepreneurial and you could argue what's it really done for them not a great deal we haven't helped it i suppose if we're right with this sliding scale, possibly on this corporation tax, so it doesn't jump directly from 50k to 250k to be 25% on all profits. If there is a sliding scale in there, then that is something of a positive, I guess. But I, I still think that they, it, to me, 250k at 19% would have been far more acceptable. The, 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 the numbers will tell you that most entrepreneurial businesses uh, are making profits under that threshold and they are small businesses. So therefore, to have kept that at 90%, I believe would have been a better option. It does feel that the smaller business is taking the hit for any shortfalls here, there and everywhere. Um, and like I say, I suppose the you could argue that there is the offset We've talked about it very briefly with some of our clients, and that is the pension offsets that you can do to try and mitigate your corporation tax liabilities. So, if you're a director shareholder of your company and you're now look and you're cash rich, for example, previously for the last, what you could do is go back three years and put forty thousand per tax year into your pension and can carry that forward for till retirement age. And obviously that would be offsetable against any profits because you put it through the company. The company would pay the £40,000 per annum that was included in that and you get the tax relief there on. That's now jumped to 60000 So there's an additional benefit there. But not many people, quite frankly, I'm sure, have a spare 180000 to put into a, a pensions pension pot but i suppose i'm trying to find positives for everybody out there there is that increase in terms of that and i guess the other thing is that there's no increase in national insurance rates etc etc so as employers we're not getting hit any harder the uh, taxable allowance is frozen so there's no change in uh, the amount we can earn tax-free another negative unfortunately is the dividend tax uh, allowance drops from 2000 and 1000 effective 6th of April. Why he couldn't necessarily have left that at 2000 for another year or so, because next year it will drop to £500. So, again, small businesses difficult to now argue whether it's better to take salary or dividends. It used to be a straightforward conversation that, you know, have a minimum salary and take the rest in dividends. 
it's getting harder and harder for that to when you we will now as accountants all need to do our sums to make sure that it is the right way to go for people to do that because of the numbers that are left for us to play with there are obviously some tax credits uh, additional tax credits available for small businesses in in specific industries but overall mm. small businesses are getting hit by mm. effectively paying more to the chancellor and more to the taxman yeah pretty much and as i say i, I mean you i suppose from uh, i'm trying to find something else positive to think about and i guess from as individuals of uh, and again the large majority of our clients are of a younger age paul as as you know so there is this caveat for for them about um the childcare allowance that's certainly for somebody that's got a three and a four year old i'm i sadly slightly miss out but for those with younger children you're now going to get the 30 hours a week voucher allowance there and i think i mean talking from personal experience if you've got to go back to work and working parents both myself and my wife you know you get hit hard by mm. nursery fees so that will be an incentive and final question if you had to summarize this budget in a sentence in terms of its impact on small businesses, what would that be? Not a great deal of improvement, shall we say. Still tough for those trying to make it on their own. I think the key here really is to just try to work with us as your accountants, try to see the best way forward. We're obviously there to to try to make things easier for you and to mitigate tax as best we can. I think it's going to be hard on each entrepreneur and hard on the accountant to make that fit for everybody. I think it's getting harder and harder to do so. So this budget hasn't made it any easier. Tighten your belts, gird your loins. Yeah, and talk to us. And talk talk to to us. Talk to your accountant. Talk to your accountants. Preferably awesome accountants. Absolutely. Thank you very much. No problem at all. I'll go for a lie down now after that. (laughs) 